This is the Infinite Podcast with me, Ulf Tunderflitti, flying solo this time into the unknown, gathering greater truths about ourselves and sharing them with you, my beloved listener. This uh, episode is all about coming home or the homecoming. What does it actually mean to come home and and do we have to take it literally or could we sort of interpret a deeper meaning out of those two words? It felt like a good talk. It felt like a good ride. It's just me, myself and I and uh, and you listening. Thank you for that and enjoy. Hello. Good morning. How are you? This is uh, this is a wake-up show. This is homecoming, and well, it just makes perfect sense to do that from home, don't you think? Because I'm, I've come home, baby, and. Uh, I'm here to stay, so this is, uh, of course, a solo episode, uh, but Robbie is here in uh, in spirit, and uh, our technician Christian, of course, as well, so I'll channel his uh, button-pushing skills through me, I guess, and uh, and we'll see see how this pans out. So glad that you're here, and uh, let's kick things into action. Today is a good day. And what makes this day even better... Oh, yeah. There we go. Is that we have a Patreon. So you can support the show and make the show even better. And you can do this through patreon.com slash show. Thank you for your support. And to all our Patreons, your support really makes a difference. Because that enables us to to do the things that we do. Hey, Kaya. <laughs> this is Kaya. <laughs> Good morning. Hello. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. 
So what is what is Homecoming actually? Except for it's uh, like one of the Marvel movies? No. Spider-Man movie? Hmm. It's something about well, finding a place where you belong, finding like some deeper sense of meaning or 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 function in 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 this in this life of yours like just getting to a place where you feel comfortable you know like taken care of coming home is 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 that feeling of 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 fullness of of wellness of just being where you knew you're always meant to be and that can be hard at times you know because you you sort of you want to belong you want to you want to find you want to find this place this garden of eden or this this uh blessed blessed place where where just everything is well, like me and Rabbi called the smooth place. Well, not really the smooth place, right? The good place. Home. What is a home? Is a home your house? Like, is a home a building? Really? Is that your home? Do we want to limit ourselves to sort of thinking that home is is just a physical creation in which we can can live and if home is a physical manifestation that we can live in do we just want to live in a house or do we want to live in our bodies you know the meat puppets that's a pretty good place to stay I'd say Coming home is coming home to yourself. Landing safely in your own body. Embodying the self. Being fully present with you. In you. Now... It does seem, in a sense, to be very much concentrated around like the the concept of of being present. So we sort of always come back to that. Like, how can I be fully present in my life? How can I be fully at home in myself? Like, how come? How how come we always tend to want to be someone else? Like, why does your neighbor's life seem so much better than yours? Why does uh, celebrities on television seem to have a way more successful and wonderful life and typically a more beautiful home than you do? I've seen my fair share amount of cribs 
which I thoroughly enjoyed, by the way, <laughs> uh, watching uh, uh, famous wealthy people showing off their homes. But what always amazed me about that that show, Creeps, <laughs> is f- for the most part, their homes were completely empty. They were just large constructs in which they didn't even really live. Because these celebrities, well, they were playing along the path of, of a, a successful life requires a massive mansion for you to live in. But is that really your home? And when you're looking around at where you live, is is that does that really say anything about your true value? Or does it maybe say more about the value you want people around you to see? Like your external value? Is that valuable? Is that real value? And is that home? Home is where the heart is, right? Now, would you want to leave your heart just lying on the kitchen table in your house? Would you want to have your heart just, well, anywhere but inside of you? Your home is your body. Your Garden of Eden is you. And even though I know it's easy to forget this, and we forget all the time, like every day we wake up and we're like, what? Where am I? Who am I? What's. Where do I belong? We've had these wild dreams taking us to a multitude of places and the and then we remember sort of who we are, we remember our the past couple of days, I guess, and we remember uh, sort of things things about our lives and things that has happened to us and experiences and and we sort of get to sort of define ourselves, our home. Now, what I find quite interesting is that we do tend to fill our home with a lot of clutter, like beliefs and thoughts that doesn't really make this place a healthy home. And I, I remember um, it really. Uh, I really liked. Uh, I believe it's uh, Jordan Peterson in his Twelve Rules for Life self-help book, which I think is really good um, about cleaning up your place. 
before going out to clean up the world. And, uh, well, obviously we can take that literally, right? So if you have a tidy home, like your house or your apartment or your tent or your van or your garden. But if we take it further when our home is our body, where does that leave us when it comes to cleaning up? How do we clean up ourselves? How do we make our bodies a home worth living in? A home that really feels like home. Because that can be really, 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 really hard. It can be so hard that it actually feels impossible. And then you might need feel like you need like help from outside like like a contractor I guess or a, well it will be friends or family or a tribe I like that word a tribe because even though we're at home in our, our bodies are our home we can use our surroundings to learn more about how we can make our home a better place. Because our surroundings are our mirrors, right? You see yourself in others. You see yourselves in their homes. Sometimes they seem to be triggering things within you that are unsettling hard to live with and sometimes they trigger good things like makes you feel at home in your body it feels like we all walk around desperately looking for our people to save us But there is only one savior in your life. You know it. I know it. That savior is you. It was always you. And it has always been you. So. How can we find the power To actually trust that being ourselves is not perfect, but good. How can we trust that being ourselves is enough? Because to me, we seem to be very much filled with doubt. Like... Desperately wanting other people to approve our home. 
like on a physical level, we want people to uh, see that we are successful, that we are physically attractive, that we are talented, that we have great skills that we can share with the world. And when people give us positive feedback on, on, on these attributes, we feel great, we feel wonderful, right? Because people approve of our home. But the home is but an empty shell if the tenant doesn't really love living there. And the only way to truly love your home, a lot is for you to love being you unconditionally. I know that sounds challenging, and I know it's hard, but that doesn't mean it's impossible, right? Because if you dare look inside yourself, seeing beyond all your stories about who you are, where you come from, and maybe shift your focus of your uh, identity, shall we say, from this fella up here. Now, like just... Let's, let's try to center the whole thing more around here. Because home is where the heart is, bro. And what amazes me is that up here, there are a lot of, lot of like clever answers to how to make yourself a happy home. But down here, it's like a completely different story. And this always seems to be grounded through this. Like the mind is grounded through the heart. The mind is a terrific servant, horrible master. Is that the... Is that the term? We need to... We need to shift our focus from, from all of these held beliefs in our mind that we're not good enough, that we're insufficient, that we're ugly, that we're somehow a mistake. Because I know we hold these thoughts dearly up there in the old nugget. Nuggin? Brain. Brain, brain. 
But are they really true? Or are they just... It sometimes feels like we're just... It's just an excuse to, to allow ourselves to, to keep on being a poor little me. With the world happening to you. Desperately trying to survive and trying to hide the embarrassment of being not enough. Being flawed. But at the core of it all, being human is being flawed. Being human is not about being perfect. Being human is being comfortable being who you are. Not who you think you are. Not who you find and imagine other people thinking you are. But who you know that you are. And to figure that out, well, that's not a brain activity. That's a full body experience, my man. And it goes into the heart. I guess from a scientific level, the heart is like a muscle pumping blood through your body, and if it stops, you're dead. Sounds rough and demanding. But the heart to me seems to be so much more than that. It seems to be your connection point to your higher self, to to everyone else. Not on a physical level, but on a deeper level. Say a spiritual level, say a divine level, say, say through God. Like, we need to we need to stop lying to ourselves about who we are because our home becomes unbearable to live in if we keep on repeating how horrible we are. And if we keep on insisting that we're small, isolated, and insignificant, the poor little me, the poor little fella, well then, we're forever stuck in a home we do not want to live in. And we will have to pursue whatever we can to, to, to stay outside of our, our house. So, I for instance found great relief in just working I'm working and working and working really, 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 like all the time, just because then I didn't have to be home. Then I didn't have to uh, look at look at who I am, look at how how I'm mentally treating my body, like how I'm treating myself, and and I could use external forces like people I was working with or clients to well 
make my home seem like it was worth living in because if I did a good job, my home felt like a good place. If something went wrong and, and uh, well, things didn't go that well, my home was hell. And, and, and it was proof that I was also to blame for that. Because if I was, if I'm insufficient, then obviously if something goes wrong, I'm the culprit. And where does that really get us? Like, where did it ever, ever help someone in pain? to tell them that they're a piece of shit, that they're worthless. Honestly, did that ever... Did that ever help? And even though we all acknowledge that speaking to others in a demeaning fashion, in like putting them down, we put ourselves down so many times per day. And it's almost baffling that we <laughs> we're, we're capable of staying in our bodies at all. So we need to move outside of the comfort zone, which ironically is very uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Like. Like, how could it be comfortable being you if you secretly could walk around hating yourself? That doesn't sound very... That doesn't sound very comfortable. How, how would it be living inside yourself if you loved yourself unconditionally? How would maneuvering into the world feel like if what you felt inside was completeness, not lack or missing out or well being being a failure because when you when you truly get into the heart and by now you know I'm not talking about like physically but you need to let go of your thoughts and just sort of focus your attention on the heart now an effective trick to to cleanse the mind is through breathing breathing takes energy into the body and you exhale and you redo the exercise it's quite easy and uh, well, actually the body does it all by itself you, doesn't, you don't have to do anything you just have to show up but it's 
very, very smart to focus on your breathing from time to time. Right? Focus. Home, 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 home. Boom, home, 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 home. So loving yourself, not hating yourself. Because the moment you start truly loving yourself, you can actually also truly love others. And here's the kicker. We tend to be walking around on this planet hoping, praying to be loved by someone else. By a partner, by friends, by family, by your parents, by your kids. But what happens if the majority of people on the planet walk around craving love? there's going to be the sense that there is not enough love to go around. Like, why, is, why isn't there enough love for me? Why isn't there enough love for that guy over there and this one? It's because it's not about taking. It's all about giving. Now, you see, if we all walk around on this fine planet of ours, giving our love instead of taking we're adding to the good place not subtracting from it so when we pour our love into the great pool of life we elevate others we raise the frequencies or whatever people want to call it we're We're effectively turning this place from a bad place to a good place just by giving love instead of craving love. Because, and I, I did this myself uh, constantly, was walking around, you know, hoping that someone could love me. And and as a kid, and I, I find this very interesting in retrospect, I, I I sort of felt, you know, like you you all do, uh, like I was uh, not good enough. So thus, if only someone could love me, I would be good enough. But because I was convinced I wasn't good enough, why would anyone love me? So I was, I was convinced, I was thoroughly convinced that, for one, like as a teenager, that nobody would ever, like I would never find a, a girlfriend, because why, why would someone want to be my, my girlfriend? Like, like because I, I, I was not a perfect person. I was not. top-notch human being but I did I did have a have a girlfriend and but 
because I I didn't like truly truly feel that I deserved her love. It always always felt like like something was missing, right? And because I wasn't giving any love into pour I wasn't pouring any love into the relationship because I all I was was craving love because I felt so worthless. Not all the time. But at times a lot and, and but on a general level my sense of self was that I was not the the perfect human being that I was supposed to be, you know. That 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 image in my mind of some sort of superhuman being that was perfect in every way, in looks and in harmony with oneself. And if only someone could love me, then that would be really great because then I would be at the smooth place and I didn't have to do anything anymore. I could just bathe in the love from others. And I, I also, that's so weird, right? Because my, my parents, I know they, they love me and they always have been and they, they always will. But at times I tried to convince myself like, because I was so inferior that they they probably didn't care much about me, right? Because why why they probably wanted the perfect child, a flawless one. And here I here I was I was I wasn't, and uh, I think it's so so interesting to see that uh, like at times i i would be blaming them like for not not giving me enough love give me the love i i uh, what's the word deserve give me the love i deserve but at the same time i was saying to myself you don't deserve to be loved well that's a difficult task loving someone that doesn't want to be loved but now here's the interesting thing. When you share love, it does elevate people. But it works even better when people feel love themselves. Not by others, but by themselves. Because the, like, the, the key to the whole deal is like the key to your home more or less is self-love that's not so hard right loving yourself unconditionally with all your flaws and all those horrible mistakes you made and, and that embarrassing Christmas party or whatever how can you how can anyone possibly love that? How can you ever deserve? And wouldn't it be very egotistical walking around loving yourself? No. It wouldn't be actually. Because that's the only way for this mathematical equation of love to actually 
add up. Because we have access to something really cool. Through our heart, we have access to uh, something really neat. Let's call it infinite love. Now, for those who are not familiar with the word infinite, that word means a lot. Actually, it's so much that you can't even imagine. It's so much that there isn't there is no end to it. So while you're walking around on this earth or on the ISS space station if you're so fortunate to be up there, um, looking for love in other people while suppressing the love that's radiating from your friggin' heart. Because it is. Trust me on that one. Well, then then this place will feel like a sort of, not not like a especially nice place to to stick around in. Because there's no love here, right? Now, it does seem to me we can get some aid from well, animals. I don't know if you've noticed that having a dog around or a, a pet does seem to provide you with 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 some like it's not quite like definable because it's not it's not walking the dog and po- picking up its poop that is the pleasure of. <laughs> having an animal in your house. It's the fact that the dog is is just radiating pure love from its heart. The love of being. The dog does not walk around feeling insufficient, being like, oh, how could I, how could I, my hair color is wrong or my tongue is hanging out and it's like, uh, spits like drool and everything I must look hideous I must go to my dog shrink and talk it out or maybe like a uh, support group like five dogs talking together about their flaws even though I do realize we do have these dog shows where we show off our dogs don't really think that dogs care that much you know (laughs) Looking at just oh oh shit you won you're better than me, oh man, that sucks. The key to your home is self love, and when you open up this door, um, well then the love radiates out, and the world around you actually get the benefits. Now, imagine what would happen if all of us opened that door. That, that'd be a horrible place, right? That, that would... Oh. No. Why would... The world doesn't deserve all that care and love? Oh, we should keep it to ourselves. Actually, we should keep it from ourselves as well. Keep that love locked up in there. Until the day 
and you per feel perfect, right? When you resolved all those uh, issues in your mind, with your mind. The mind is <laughs> but a tool to solve logical problems. Do not mistake your mind for the real you. And the mind doesn't know what love is. If it was up to the mind, the love would be having all the money in the world. Because then you'd be super safe because you could buy your way out of anything. And maybe you could even buy happiness. But as my good friend Jennifer Lopez once said, my love don't cost a thing. And as my other very, very good friend Sputnik Sturburgos so profoundly said in his beautiful, beautiful song. I'm going to say it in Norwegian and then I'm going to translate it for you because it's so good. Look up din hjertedør og slipp solen in. Lyse Oh, that ah, Lisa, he did see. Well, open up your heart, let the sun in, and and there's the warmth, and there's the. I'm gonna find the lyrics because we need to we need to do this properly. I have internet. Here we go. Okay. Now I'm going to sing it to you because that's much fun, more fun, right? <coughs> uh, by the wonderful Christopher Westerfjell. Look up din hjertedør Åla solen skinn Lys i ditt smil Og varmen i ditt sinn Et lite smil kan spre Glede i ditt sinn Look up hjertedøren og slipp solen in. So, open up the door to your heart. And, oh, we even have the key. We eat, like, you don't have to go anywhere to find the key. You, you're sitting with the key and you, you had the key in your hand the whole time. Walking around like, could you please love me so that I can feel feel worth something? Please, please. Let the sun shine. Let out your smile. And you'll feel the warmth in you. And you know, it's not the sun shining on you, it's you shining on the sun. Come on, man. But to be able to radiate, to be able to properly 
ignite that fireball. You need to open up your heart. And I know sometimes it seems like there's a lot of rubble up there in the mind. It's hard to let go of that stuff. Because you want to make sure everything's perfect, right? Here's the thing I learned. You walk around most of your life trying to be perfect. But the moment you realize that you only have to be good, then all of a sudden, this human body of yours feels like a pretty awesome home to live in. And when you're not striving for perfection, but striving to do good, you're making things better. Now, that's not so hard, is it? Or is, is it impossible? Oh no! I have to love myself, and to love myself, I have to allow myself. And to allow myself, I gotta stop joking around, pretending I'm a poor little me. A victim. You're not a victim. In obviously, in some circumstances, you can be the victim of absurd and very disturbing and destructive things. But your heart is still filled with infinite love. And when you share it, it heals the world. For real. It's not just something I'm making up. You know this is true. And would I be lying to you? Ever? No, sir. I wouldn't. No. Because I love you. From the bottom of my heart. Unconditionally. And what what I just recently realized was that when you allow your heart to be fully open, it does seem to be like kind of vulnerable, right? Because what if someone says to you, hey, you suck, and your heart's wide open and might just like feel like a knife to the heart and and, uh, you're bleeding. It's also horrible. But there's infinite love in there and it's unfuck-upable. You can't... You can't, uh, um, what's it called, uh, blow out the flame of love. That's an eternal flame, man. That's forever. So, we didn't come here 
to feel sorry for ourselves and 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 to walking around hating ourselves and thus hating the world. We didn't come here to to feel like we messed up so that we can just focus on how messed up everything is. Came here to heal the world. Make it a better place. For you. And for me. And the entire human race. Yeah. <sighs> oh. Now. It seems to me that we've come to a good place. in our home and your home is not your house not your real home it's your body and to be comfortable in your home you need to love yourself and to love yourself you gotta be you gotta let go of that stuff man because it's it's just holding you back and we all need we all need you to be all that you can be because imagine for like just a second what would happen the moment you just put down all of your self-hatred, all of your hatred towards others, towards the world. Now that's a very different place, right? Because that's a place of love. And, um, well, currently, the world seems to be sort of missing something. I don't know if you know what I'm getting at, like where I'm trying to, to work this. We're, we're work, walking around in these homes that we require, like we, we, we call them, well, I guess they're mobile homes, eh? <laughs> Sorry, it's so we're walking out, walking around in these broken homes, and and uh, everyone's looking for other people to fix their homes, but nobody can <sighs> fix others if they can't fix themselves. And how do you fix yourself, right? Self-love. It's not, it's not that hard. Eh? 
It's not impossible. It might be really challenging at times. But why would we want to like not give ourselves the gift of love? Why why would we hold that back from ourselves? Who does that ever benefit? Does it benefit your children if you walk around hating yourself? Do it benefit your parents if you walk around hating yourself? Does it benefit your partner? Does it benefit you? Does it make your life on planet Earth better to walk around thinking you're a piece of shit, you're a fraud, you're a hack, you're a fake, a phony, baloney. Find that key, man. And open up that heart. There's good things to come. And you need to trust me on this one. And that requires faith. And the faith that there is infinite love inside of you. And that if you share that love, there will be abundance, not lack. Because when we all walk around craving love, you know, there's not enough love to go around. We can obviously breed up a lot of dogs and cats and have them around our houses and we can sort of like feed off of that. But doesn't even a dog deserve a break? Huh? We have hearts as well. Might as well use it, right? We're not a machine. We're a human being. Now comes... Now comes the segment where I search the internet far and wide for a quote. Let's... I'm going, to search, I'm going to search the internet far and wide right now. That's pretty cool. I have internet. It's, it's a new thing where you can find all sorts of information. And you know what? Oh, I'll digress. You can use the internet to uh, share love. You know, in those uh, uh, comment sections or on Facebook where it's so tempting to talk about how how messed up everything is well what happens if you throw a little love in there instead of more hatred that's food for thought right so I'll I'll, I'll, I'll put some words into the the googly boogly um I'm putting in something into the 
open the internet and we have to take it out. Dun, 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 dun. Oh. Let's see. The internet's so complicated, you know. I'm just typing a little here. Hang in there. Da 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 da. Okay. I have a printer actually at home. That's pretty cool, eh? Bought it at the store. But it's running low on ink. That's annoying. <sighs> I think the moment humanity creates a printer that doesn't run out of ink, we're going to be at the perfect smooth place, right? Oh. Feel that love. for bottomless inkjet printers. Now what if we could be printers printing infinite love to each other? That, that'd be a... That'd be a great place to stay. Okay. So, to wrap this up, I've searched, in, searched the internet far and wide to find a quote that I find relevant for today. I printed it out on a piece of paper on my printer. And I'm going to read it to you. Printer was right next to me. Pretty cool, right? You ready? Okay. If you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and make the change. How can we make the change, huh? Well, I'm telling you, it's not, it's real easy. Take this key of self-love, put it in the keyhole, shut up, printer, Sorry. I love my printer. Unconditionally. It served a great purpose. Put the key in the keyhole. Turn around the key. Open the door. Wide open. Let the love shine through. And, you know, before you know it, there we are back in the Garden of Eden. Heaven on earth. Look at my home. It's a beautiful home. My home is love. That's where I live. And that's where I always will be. There's infinite love. From me to you. Feel that. It's pretty cool, right? Pretty cool.
Man, that was... I enjoyed that. And you know, if you enjoyed that, what do you know? You can support the show by going to our patreon.com slash the wake up show and show your support. It will really make a difference. So that we can make this show the show of all shows. And so that we can share the love of waking up to who you truly are and uh, well I think that 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 sort of uh, about uh, wraps things up we're going to try something now let's see how this works let's put the thing in the right place like that Okay. Okay. Now I do like this. Okay. Thing to myself. 
What a wonderful 